Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst Knowledge Podcast, episode 41. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the episode, we welcome in Jeremy Wooth. Yeah, we had a great time talking to Jeremy. Uh, he is a fantastic local musician here in the um, you know Northeast, and we talk about his day job as a welder, the struggles of keeping a band together, um, how a band can be like a romantic relationship at times, struggles during the COVID-19 pandemic, crazy Facebook memes and yeah. uh, all that all that fun stuff and a Hustling. lot of other um, cool things about you know trying to make it in the music business. So enjoy this episode with Jeremy and go check out his music. For sure. Mm. Creation from Crisis, right? That is correct. All right. We will link to that in the episode description. All right, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. But I've been like working. underwater welding? That would be dope, but no. I'm, I'm a... I love TIG welding. That's my favorite thing to do. Mm. It's just such a nice thing to do. Like, put on some music, and you're just, like, fucking watching the, the little little light. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> like a moth. You're like... Yeah. On that note. Oh, yeah. Juicy beers, baby. Yeah. What are you mm. drinking? Mm. I didn't do any welding this week because we're slow. I've been up on the fucking roof. Uh, just patching mm. holes in the roof. That was yeah. brutal. Like, out in the sun, like, all week. Well, actually, not all week this week. It's two days because I took Monday through Wednesday off. Mm-hmm. But what kind of roof? That. It was like a um, so there's like a new side of the building and an old side. The old side is probably like it looks like almost like a a small house, but it's like a shitty shed thing. Then it opens up to the new side of the building where it's like this big fucking shop. Mm. Nice. And I was working on the old side, yeah. just patching up fucking holes with the stuff called uh, Karnak. Oh, yeah. It's yep. like painting the shit on the seams and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm a roofer this week, <laughs> fucking painting all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. So it's a tar roof. Oh, yeah. fuck tar so, roofs. Yes. Um, yeah. And then the other side, the new side, is it's all sheet metal. Yeah. It's all in... So we're going around with this stuff called uh, Drop Stop. Yeah, it, it almost looks like fluff, like from peanut butter and fluff <laughs> yeah. sandwiches. Mm. We're painting all the fucking bolts. Does it taste like just fluff? so the water doesn't travel through all those you know nooks and crevices and falling down into the shop? Yeah, because we had a bunch of fucking leaks like this winter when the fucking water was uh, the ice was melting mm-hmm. down in. Mm. So we we set up we built like a bunch of these buckets out of like stainless steel just to catch everything and. With little gauges so we could see the water level. That's it wasn't cool. spilling onto our fucking shit on the <laughs> welders. That would suck to yeah. lose like a, a $2,000 welding oh, machine, yeah. you know, from water damage. Fuck that. Hell yeah. So yeah, today on the show, I'm drinking Sierra Nevada. He's a little thing IPA. It's pretty good. I've been drinking it like all, all Corona season. I was going to say, I've seen you drinking this <laughs> This is a lot. probably like my seventh or eighth 12 pack. It's delicious. A lot of twisted teas in that too. Oh yeah, delicious twisted. Teas. I don't know about your new fondness oh, yeah. for twisted tea. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew Cutts, <laughs> for giving me that bitch addiction. All that talk about steam bears, man. I had to buy one. Oh for, nice. For got an anchor steam beer. It's coming in these big boys, nineteen ounce cans, man. Nineteen point two. 
Oh yeah, dang, yeah. that's weird. It's like it looks like just a tall twelve pack. That's a exact. Twel- tall twelve ounce. It it yeah, <laughs> because the twenty fours are fat. No, but this guy's oh normal. yeah 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 fits yeah. your hand well. Hold it. Oh yeah, hold like a cock, yeah, like a big old cock. Hold like a big old cock. Whoa. Mm. Yeah, so you guys are hearing a fourth voice on the podcast today because we have a guest. Yeah. Unfortunately. Today on the show, who do we got? We got Jeremy Wooth. Right? Jeremy. Who are you, Jeremy? What are what uh what do you do? Why are you on the show? Why are you so special? <laughs> I'm a, a loving husband, a father. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> He likes long walks on the on beach. On the beach, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um I'm a welder. Yeah. Uh, I like to sing and play guitar. I'm in a couple bands. Music is my my thing. There you go. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Creation yes. from crisis, right? Creation from Christ, as everyone else likes to say. Creation no, from Christ. No, <laughs> no, creation from crisis. Yeah. Lord Savior. Hmm. Creation from crisis. Yeah. Now, how'd you come up with that name? So, um, a few years ago, when I started the band with uh <clears throat> my friend who plays guitar and we're like oh, what we call it because we both came from bands that like fell apart at the time and and i don't know just clicked yeah it was like creation from things falling apart creation from crisis and just all fucking Boom. came together he's like oh i like the sound that I had like a flow yeah get the alliteration there right with yeah. the uh, the two c's yeah, yeah. you've been in the yeah. scene too for a long time right because quite a, quite a long time. I'm like everyone's dad now. I feel like so seriously. Old when I go there. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I remember you had a band that was like, it was it had like a big following, and then you guys like broke up, and you were like, damn, I have this CD that I'm, and I have to like start playing. You fucking got a new band together in like three days. <laughs> you're like, uh, it was is more like three months. But, really? Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like it was like, oh, I need a guitarist, and you're like the next day, I was like, oh shit, it, he's got well, a guitarist. It was like, oh shit, I need a drummer. Like, I was kind of under the gun because I had a yeah. show coming up, and right, I remember. That. I was like, fuck, I need to find like all new people now because they're like, I don't really feel the music anymore. I'm like, well, <laughs> you guys suck. So was you that fuck cre- me? <clears throat> was that creation from Crisis? No, that was till our collapse. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was like you had a show, right? You had a show coming up quick, and then you're like, "Oh, yeah. my dude just fucking abandoned me," right? Yeah, that. And you had to get it new was, guys. It was a great show too. I mean, but yeah. it w- it was just so stressful trying to the build up to that event because I had to get everyone to know their parts, right? And like have some of the older members teach them how to play those parts is just very very stressful. Yeah. So you guys had just record? Did you guys just record something? Do I remember that correctly? Like yeah. before that happened. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that always happens. Like after you record something, like everybody's like, eh, I don't really like the way it sounds. Let's I mean, just go and do other <clears> stuff. <throat> we weren't like <clears throat> in an actual studio. We were at my, my, my guitarist house and we're just jamming and writing on his computer and stuff. But we, we had like four or five good songs ready to go, you know, like the foundations of them at least. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, he kind of went floppy donkey dick. And he's like, ah, you know, depression. And he left. Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, the band's kind of like. It's not whole know. anymore. It's yeah. not whole. It's like only me. And I'm, now I have like three, three guys. other new guys writing stuff. And they're just like had their own lives and their own stuff going on. And it just wasn't the right time, yeah. you know, yeah, all around. 
Yeah, it's so, tough to keep a band together sometimes, you know, when you got a bunch, like, in the more members you have, too, it's, like... It's it's more than just, like, oh, I'm going to write a song, and it's going to be on the radio. It's just, like, oh, yeah. it's way more to that. Yep. It's more integral than a lot of people think. It takes a lot of time, and dealing with everyone's schedules, their personalities, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of fucking shit to deal with. And that's the thing with, like, as... You know, it's a little bit easier more in like the high school, early college years and all that stuff. But as everybody starts building on more responsibilities and like start progressing further in their lives, oh, it yeah. becomes way harder to manage everyone's exactly. schedules. And that's you know, the biggest thing is the scheduling, you know, and just trying to find a, a day or, or so yeah. to try and get stuff going, you know, yeah. right. get the ball rolling. Yeah. I mean, that. that's that's the tough thing, too. Like, um like you said, like getting everybody's schedule. And when you're younger, like you really do have more time, but you're more like likely to be, you know, um, an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Flaky. That's the thing. And flaky and all that stuff. I just and don't like, feel like it. Man. I, I feel like a lot of those <laughs> bands that can haunt, like can kind of put that shit aside and just actually show up to practice when they're younger and utilize that time. Well, those are the guys that usually end up like going on to do something, but you don't realize that at the time because you've got, there's hormones and you're growing and your brain's not fully developed. You want to bank chicks, which is man. great for creativity, but it's really bad for like, you know, all right, we have to be here at this time every day doing this thing, being, re- being responsible and you know, for sure. Fucking Seth's it's, bands always had their shit scheduled <laughs> like medical appointments. Fucking Tuesday at fucking 730. <laughs> yeah. Band practice. Yeah. That's that's how we try to do it with my band now. Like, just, it's, it's just really hard, you know? Yeah. It's a relationship, you know? Yeah, just yep. like any relationship. You right. have that honey honeymoon phase. When you start a band, it's it's awesome. It's something new. You're like, fuck yeah. I can't wait to go in there and fuck with the music. Fuck the music. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and then yeah, all of a analogy. sudden, a few months go by, and you're like, oh, fuck. I have to make this day. I have to go <laughs> yeah. out of my way to this place and right. do stuff. And I don't know. People get kind of fucking lazy, and maybe sometimes they just flake or something. Bored, or it's yep. just not what they want to do anymore, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. It takes work. I mean, there's yeah. no fucking question about it, man. You yeah. got to find people who want patience. that, patient, that mm-hmm. passion, too. You know, they got to find, you guys all got to be on the same board. Like, what's your goal? And you got to fucking all be on the same page. Yeah. But anyway, you're now your new band. You know, how long have you guys been together? Um, So this lineup <laughs> has been together for, I'd say, five months, maybe four or five months. Your new band, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, Creation from Crisis has been around. Yeah. The band, the name, and me yeah, and, and the original guitarists have been around for two, three years now. Yeah. 2018, the album dropped. So yeah, you were so in the we, recording studio we, in yeah. January, or you were in 2017, and then something like that, right? Yeah. So around 2018 <clears throat> is when we released the music. But um, we just released some new music uh, a few a couple months ago yeah it was just a a release of a cover cover oh. song nice but yeah no i know uh your guitarist chris moved what to pennsylvania yeah yeah that's crazy man that is crazy it's, that's a big that's a big uh, that's a commitment big... you know did he become but... amish like <laughs> no. <is> that... <laughs> no he got offered a, a better career yeah a better job opportunity and he couldn't resist it right making, like double his salary you know he's like, right yeah because his his wife i don't think works anymore so because she just stays at home and takes care of the kids right 
no, so is he the current guitarist or the, he was he, the last he was the, guitarist. He, he was the bassist. Oh, oh the bassist. bassist. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you and the new guitarist, and what you got a new drummer now? And we have a new guitarist, drummer, and <clears throat> bassist. Gotcha. <clears throat> how's, yeah, that, how's that going right now? Is that? Oh, <laughs> I mean, we just got together for the first time like two weeks ago, and took some pictures, and yeah. hung out, and shot the shit, and jammed some of our songs. We didn't know how to play like half the music, but we got <laughs> no. It's been Corona holding you back. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, it's been holding yeah. everyone back for yeah. sure. God damn. Mm. There's a like. I mean, if any, if any, like entertainment wise, definitely music has suffered through the Corona for sure. Oh, like, hands down, like, dude. How many big, shows yeah. have been canceled that you've you know you've bought tickets for? Yeah, exactly. It's been detrimental to yeah. the the music industry you know yeah a lot of musicians have just been struggling yeah for sure like ramstein's canceled till next year for us you know yeah. i mean every every concert is really canceled for sure yeah. but the ones we signed up for are all canceled that's why you see everyone trying to promote all their merch and stuff just trying to sell their stuff yeah to get just get to some. Stay, stay alive sure yeah. oh, there's a stay lot of people relevant. working on writing right now you know yeah like, that's no, true it's Which, a really good time to key like work on like your your music and go to the studio right because you're not touring or you know playing out yeah so god damn so are you guys gonna start writing are you you got to be working on like a, the next ep oh, or yeah. lp right yep we've yeah. been working on so we have a bunch of just like scrapped songs we have two new songs that are like one is like a hundred percent done the the uh the next song is i'd say like 60 percent because we haven't like really recorded it well we have recorded this the music but we haven't gone to a studio yet to do anything yeah yet. yeah so you guys like record your own demos and work on it that way yeah until we you haven't get... really played the song either like as a full band so it's just been more like piecing stuff together and i'm really excited for that new song too because um i like to write about like stuff i enjoy like i don't know like video games movies whatever this one's about like resident evil it's one of my <laughs> uh, no he's not kidding no, I, no. I see all of his posts it's, it's, it's all resident evil. you have some um, hilarious posts on your facebook too like if you want to go and check out memes funny memes just go on jeremy's facebook <laughs> it's <just> ridiculous <laughs> you're not afraid to post it either i'm like oh my god <laughs> I, I feel just, sad for my, my family i know that's what i <laughs> said. But at the same time like well you joined the shit yeah. it's like remember you, when facebook didn't have all of our fucking our parents on it yeah you know? and now it, all it, it is is our parents really yeah. you're just like get out of here this is for us <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Now you got to go to Instagram. Yeah, you post anything. They're like, "Hey, uh, I saw you posted this this woman naked with a some fucking bottle caps on her tits." I saw that you posted a butthole on your Facebook. Is that yours or? I don't think you should be posting your butthole on Facebook. It's like, listen, Dad, relax. There's these new. I think I think you keep posting them. There's like these new series of memes where it's like. A snapshot from a porn film. Oh yeah, and then they dub in like they like they like cover up they, something. They cut out like the dick or like some sort of like they dub in some sort of like scene, and then there's just a caption to it. Okay, 
Yeah, it's totally stuff that posts. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, for sure. It's so good. So funny. You just need that. Like, the world is so depressing right now with all yeah. the shit going on. You just need to laugh. And, like, if you yeah. can't laugh at stupid stuff like that, then you just... It's not for you, you know? You shouldn't for be sure. on Facebook. I don't yeah. know. Or just <laughs> no, I know, dude. unfriend me or something. <clears throat> Facebook, for me Scooby now, Dad. is literally just for entertainment of laughs. Like, I don't use Facebook really to, like, get in touch with anybody or anything. I'm just like, ha that's funny. And I go, ha that's funny. <laughs> and I just keep scrolling until I, or a funny-ass video. I mean, all Facebook really is to me now is just a meme source. It's just like I'm either on Nine Gag or Facebook looking at memes. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you're constantly sending Nine Gag. Uh. Yeah, yeah, because between all like the memes and stuff, you got everyone acting like they're uh, a doctor or a politician with all the, the oh, stuff. Yeah. People, everyone's argue trying to teach about. someone else. Yeah, their it's view. just like yeah. right. guys, like. We're we're here for a good time. We don't need this crap, you right. know. Like I don't want to scroll through half people's like <laughs> paragraph essay, friggin' posts that they post. I'm like, yeah. I'm not reading all this. Yeah, it's interesting. It's kind of become like uh, if you guys remember back in the day, there was that thing Live Journal or whatever that yes. was like yes. one of the I original like that. it was basically blogs, but people would be like, if you wrote a journal, an actual like you know, a notebook, like people used to keep journals and they'd write their thoughts about the day or the current times going on. And there was this Fuck whole, this. <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> there was this whole thing called live journal and people were basically like being open they and writing shit and, and then rant and like, um, this was probably when we were in what, like high school. Yeah. So yeah. it had to have been, you know, 15 years ago now right. or whatever, but um, but now you're forced to look at their live journals. But now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had to go out and like find somebody. Oh, you're like, oh, damn, this person's on live journal. Let me check it out. But now, like, we're all friends, and Facebook's kind of become that for some people. And it's like journals and journaling. That's like therapy. It's like when you're writing music and you're getting things out, you know. And now these people are just doing it like right out in the public. And right. I mean, it's one way for people to deal with problems, but. You know, she broke my, my heart. This is, my, this is how <laughs> I, I deal with problems. <laughs> Just drinking away. So, in writing this new album, now that you have like a kind of basically, like you were it. You're the original. You're the original guy, and basically you're starting over with a whole new crew, right? Well, except for the guitarist, right? Well, the thing is, me and the guitarist wrote most of the songs when we started the band. Right. So it's like we never really lost our suit. So, our like our uh, portfolio per se, like our songs. Yeah, you know? your primary songwriters were the two. Were the two that, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we had some key members that did help with some of like adding some elements to the music that, mm-hmm. and maybe adding some extra like verses or whatever or breakdowns or whatever you want to call it. But um, it's been mainly just me and the guitarist that have been writing, doing a lot of the key writing. Since you released your the first album, has has the writing process kind of changed a little bit? Like now that you've kind of you've got an album out there, you you kind of have more. Oh of yeah, a, definitely. More yeah, in depth of the recording yeah, process. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Um, so when we started the band, me and the guitarist um, Billy, uh, he had like like a whole folder full of songs that he had written and he sent me all the stuff because at the time i was kind of jumping around between bands and i I was in this like one band that was from like uh bill ricka and a bunch of young kids you know the hot-headed you know 
that honeymoon phase type of band. They're like, oh, yeah, let's sure. do this. But they didn't know in depth of being in a, a band was. And I was like, and plus, I was like way older than the majority of them. The youngest right. one was like 18 at the time. And I was Damn. like, <laughs> you can you buy me you beer? I'm Very like, much. you don't even know what's in store right now. Like you, you, you like love writing music, but it's more than just that. Right. You know? the grind the hustle you know you're you're like pro at hustling man you're on you're on like social media getting people like every day man yeah i try like because that's where it all is right now and some people may take offense to it and they're like oh man it's kind of spammy and i'm like "I, i mean yeah i did i did do a lot of posting and stuff just trying to get my music out there because everyone's nose is in their phone you know right like you can't go out on the street and be like hey dude like you check out my, my five dollars <laughs> you know what i mean that's weird yeah yeah you, you know, mean you didn't a, like pay for a billboard up on the highway <laughs> oh yeah yeah i did that <laughs> crazy from crisis and just jeremy <laughs> with his booty out right okay guys call this number <laughs> want some cds <laughs> no that's what you got to do nowadays though that's like everything is about just selling your product um just on social media you well know? it's all in the visuals too it's like yeah. you have to have like nice looking stuff because people don't click on anything they right. just it's all on how it comes out how to you be present it present presentation yes yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and now like there's so many tools for people like everybody has access to photoshop and all that stuff like it's easier to make stuff look halfway decent now yeah so you really need to like uh, present yourself professionally like for people to take you seriously in a lot of cases right. you know with so much content being out there and it's it's crazy something that i've noticed during this whole covid thing too definitely is that there's more people than ever that are stuck inside and wanting to be creative or having the time to be creative so now you're fighting even more to get like your voice heard or whatever yeah it's insane yeah yeah definitely so I'm I'm always curious back to the writing process like how and this is something that I've like has evolved for me over the the course of my you know history with music is how I approach writing like where where do you like um, where do you guys usually start is does the guitarist come up with like the base of a song or do you I know you play guitar too so do you come up with riffs and stuff like yeah so it's it's like mixed um, like when we started. I had a bunch of songs that were basically like shown to me and I was like, I'll just write stuff around that, you know, getting some ideas. And, um, with this new cycle of music, I just, I, well, I got into an accident the past year, um, at work and it, it kind of left me at my house for like a month twiddling my thumbs. Cause I couldn't, couldn't work or do anything. Cause right. uh, um, a tank exploded in my face. <laughs> it was crazy. But, that is um, freaking pretty, scary as hell, man. Yeah, it was yeah. nuts. I almost oh. died, and it was insane. But it on the plus side, it I was very I used that time to just write lyrics. Yeah, and that's all I did. I wrote a full length album of lyrics. I may not even use half of them, but mm-hmm. still, like right. I was just every other day, and like an idea would pop in my head. It came a little bit more close to home because I do. I, I generally like to write about other stuff, but I was writing more personal stuff, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, because it was really cr- like the whole thing that happened, the event and just it, it was 
uh, I was taken back from it and like, it, yeah, I it's almost, a traumatic experience. Yeah, I almost right? died. I had a little bit of PTSD and like, I'm like, I need to write because I just need to vent, you right? know, mm-hmm. I need to just get something out. I mean, when me and you had that little acoustic thing going on, we would usually, you just have lyrics. We just write some lyrics together and then we just make music behind it really. Right. That's kind of how we did it. Yeah, sometimes like yeah. we'll like I'll also come up with like a riff or something yeah. and be like, oh, this is kind of cool, and then we kind of generate the lyrics around that the aura of the the sound of the song, you yeah. know, the concept. Um, yeah, that's like the chicken and the egg, like with uh, you know lyrics versus music, you know, like what comes first. And most of the bands that I've worked in, it yeah, it it could go either way, like. Uh, the the vocalist or whatever would be like oh i've got these lyrics like write a song that fits these lyrics or hey i've got this piece of music like guitar music that i've written write some lyrics to it you know yeah yeah um, and like how important <clears throat> how important is to have your like relationship with your band and you just flowing together imagine if like your fucking your band just wrote like this meaty ass rift or this and you're just like oh yeah baby touch my legs and rub them with your face they're like whoa bro you're just going in the whole another direction it's like what do you mean yeah yeah and they start doing some doing some finger pinking you're like they're like well for this the new song that we uh have been working on I had the lyrics written for it because, uh, well, yeah, like I said, it's about Resident Evil. And they yeah. dropped a, a, a remake of a game that I enjoyed right. yeah. playing growing up. Nemesis? Yeah. I mean, it it had its ups and downs. I love the game, but I mean... It was quick, wasn't it? No. No? It was, it was longer than the original game, oh. which people were complaining that it was too short. I'm like, they probably just don't you remember can blast through the original game in like an hour and 45 minutes. Right. Damn. But then like back in the day though, like the amount of content to write and put on a CD is way different than what people experience now. Like people experience those like, like full, like open world games now Yeah, that they, to try to compare it to like a PlayStation one or two game yeah. is so hard, especially when it's a remake like that. So like it is what you, it's what you get, you know? Yeah. I mean, they can't make more content on a remake. Some people will be the original, the original like super fans would be pissed. That, that, <laughs> like if they made a star Wars game and they just like added like fucking another three hours of some bullshit that no one knew about. You'd be like, oh, what is all this sh- bullshit? <laughs> Excuse me. Well, that's the thing. You you can't please both sides. You exactly. can't please right. everyone. You can't yeah. win. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of yeah. like, and everybody's so fucking jaded now, man. Everybody, it's like you always have to pick a side, or you always have to like like something but hate the other. Like, and that's the media. You just can't oh, fuck yeah. like fuck that. Why can't we just love everything? I know, yeah. right? You know, I love fucking Star Wars and Star Trek. Not a big deal. Yeah. Why has it got to be a big deal? A lot yeah. of haters. They yeah, just like quick sure. to hate on stuff because I don't know. That's just the way the world is now. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. fuck this because I don't care and fuck it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like it because yeah. that guy's hair is weird. I don't know. It's fun to be a hater, right? Oh, like, yeah. it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I wrote the song generally based around that and uh i just told my guitarist i'm like hey uh show me some of your riffs that you have and we he showed me one riff and i'm like oh, i really like that and um 
they showed me another part of a song that he started doing and I'm like you should take those two riffs from those songs separately put them together and kind of orchestrate it together for the lyrics and we put the whole thing into a complete composition and it came out phenomenal yeah yeah i'm really excited for it um we wanted to do a single for it this summer but it's been pushed back because of all the covid mm-hmm. right so what are we looking like we're looking at like christmas what are we looking at um i'm not too sure <laughs> i'm thinking i'm i'm hoping for like late summer early fall yeah oh, this year yeah because oh, so we have all the the music recorded yeah where the plan was uh a- after it was all recorded at my guitarist house for him to send the files over to um our uh recording artist what um like the engineer the engineer yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. and him for to mix and every mix everything together and me to go down there and just do the vocals because i wrote all the lyrics and i i kind of restructured them around the song you know yeah because they weren't originally you know yeah because you're just writing in a book and now now you have the music so you have to like kind of place it and this is the verse and the chorus and yeah yeah. chop it all up to make it kind of fit in like you know right in the structure of in the structure exactly yeah that i mean with the technology that we have now i know like you know you and i are similar to ages and playing in bands and music stuff for a while like when you were first in bands and you were like trying to record demos and all that shit like you always thought you had to go to the studio right like to do everything and you could do some shitty stuff at home with like um you know, obviously we always had access to computers and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, but the computer I had was a piece of garbage. That's the thing. You could barely record anything. You didn't know, like, like you could do it, but it would always sound like trash. Like, you and like to- growing up, like my family, we didn't really have a lot of money either. So, I mean, yeah. the only things I basically did was sports growing up and that was it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have luxury toys or anything. So I'm really appreciative of all the other stuff that I could get, but... I mean, we had a crappy ass computer. I can do anything besides watch porn and <laughs> YouTube. That's all you need, though. I mean, Jesus, what else do you want from your computer? Like, yeah. It's giving you naked ladies, bro. <laughs> well, I had the TV at night and uh, the the you know the crazy screeched lines and the TV scrambled channel sixty two yeah. man scrambled yeah. channel. My yeah. dad caught me a couple times. Like, oh no, Dad! I don't <laughs> know the remote. Through dad, the- I don't know what's going on. This is all messed up. What is this channel? I've now I don't know. Oh what my it god, is. that's there's a titty. A, that's a, a titty. <laughs> Some people had the secret like formula. I'd be like, yeah, contrast to forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> you put your tint up to ninety-nine. Oh my God. You bring that to black and white. Get all the color away. Yeah, you see those titties, perfect. Damn. Yeah. So you, you would always like, you know, if if you didn't know what you were doing when you were recording, you're like, all right, we have to go to the studio. And back, like, I know when I was first, like, studios were just starting to get cheaper. There were more guys doing it. Yeah. But it was still like. It was pr- pretty expensive. Like, if you just wanted to record one song and have it sound halfway decent at a studio, like, it would cost you, like, a couple oh, thousand definitely. bucks or whatever. You Damn. definitely, hands down, get what you pay for. And yeah. I learned the hard way with previous bands, you know? Yeah. Like, I was in a band with a, cu- a couple, uh, a few of my great friends, like, um, but they're just, like, kind of into, like, more, like, classic music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was more into, like, hard rock, like, hardcore metal music, you know? Yeah. And, like, it 
it was fun while it lasted, but it just wasn't my thing. So I ended up leaving. They became more of like a prog, like a instrumental band, mm-hmm. you know, but hands down, they're still doing it and I love them. They're awesome. Um, but I remember we won like a battle of the bands high school thing uh, at the bull run. Uh, oh, bull shit. run in. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Where is it? Is it like an air or like. Uh, that sounds familiar. Groton, maybe. Yeah, like somewhere, somewhere, around, somewhere around, there. around there, right? It was a long time ago, but we won that and we uh, got some free recording time at this place called like Upside Sounds. It was like in the in redneck fucking hick hickville <laughs> in the trees like we had to take all these back roads to get there but i mean it was cool but the, the quality was the shitty. quality it was okay you know for the time it was like 2007 i think mm-hmm. shit so you were but, like a junior in high school then yeah right? yeah and was it like the, uh, another problem that I, I noticed back in the day, too, was trying to find a good studio where they knew how to actually produce the music that you wanted to make. Yeah. Like you would have to find a guy who is actually like because, you know, I was playing like hardcore bands and like metal bands and stuff. Yeah. And if you went to like a nice studio where they're recording like, you know, classic rock or like pop or whatever, they yeah. might not necessarily they'll be expensive and be really good at that stuff. But then when you go in there with a heavy track, like heavy guitars they're like no that you get your gain turned up way too high yeah, like we can't well, do well, this that's like, what it is you know yeah, it's a style yeah and that's that's a huge key factor too like the person has to have that same kind of chemistry with music to kind of get the sound that you're looking for mm-hmm. yeah so finding like a a recording studio that not specializes but is familiar, is familiar exactly with, with that genre you want like, like you probably you want a guy that works a little bit diversely because they're going to have more tools in their tool bag to like get you a really good sound but you want them to hopefully at least have touched the genre that you're doing yeah and listen to some of their stuff to get a good idea like oh this guy can do what we need him to do right you know? and though and the people who actually enjoy it too will actually understand like what is you know yeah, yeah you know what's good and what they want you know like oh yeah if you add this little like here it's gonna sound sick and <laughs> yeah you know Chopping things up yeah right so they give you some little like ideas and hints like yeah you, know, you should do maybe a little bit of that to spice up the song you right. know and that's what i love about the guy i'm working with now like we have that same kind of bond with music that he kind of yeah. knows where to put things and Put some special and give in me there. some ideas that I never thought of. Then I'm like, oh shit, that sounds fucking awesome. Right, and make the song so much more what it. And that's to that's be. the thing. You go into the studio. You've been you've been just practicing the same shit over and over and over. And there's you've, you're so immersed in it, you know it left and right. And then yeah, you or get, you should be anyway. <laughs> well, you should be right. <laughs> but then you get that outside you get that outside perspective, that outside feedback from the producer yeah. who's recording all your tracks, who can give you a little bit more insight. Like, all right, yeah, I like this piece. You know, let's, let's add this little thing here. Let's make it a little bit bigger with adding additional tracks. Yeah. 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 You need that, man. Definitely. Sure. So is the guy you're currently working with the guy that recorded the EP? Is it tra- transmissions? Transmissions. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, yeah, I've been working with him off and on. It's just been kind of hard with, everything that's been happening right yeah just trying to get a date where i can go down there and basically get the file sent over lay down a bunch mm -hmm. of vocals lay down some vocals the production on the new single sounds pretty fucking good man thank you like much much more refined from 
uh the the ep that you put out yeah yep i mean it was kind of a pain i had to compress the album because i had to do it i had to do it myself to I went through a CD Baby. Mm. Yep. And, um, yes. they're, yeah. And yeah, their distribution <laughs> network, right? Yeah. I had yeah. to change the format because um, my buddy he, who recorded the album, he uh, he sent it to me in like a weird format. And I had to, I looked up some ways how to reformat it to put it on the, the platform to get it, you know, distributed. Right. Yeah. It was just a pain, but I ended up figure, figuring it all out. But. Yeah, I mean, definitely the sound quality is a lot better with this new single. I mean, it's been a few years too, and he's definitely chiming into yeah stuff. But yeah, I was really happy with it. And that so that you record the vocals at his studio, and then everything like the guitarist will record the stuff like at home kind of deal. Is that so? How it's- that's what we decided to do with this one to kind of cut costs and price. Okay, yeah, because we wanted to. Uh, because everyone was kind of strapped for money at that point in time because I was not working. Well, actually, <clears throat> I think all of us besides <clears throat> the guitarist was not working. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, 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 because of the current COVID thing and it, all that. It's just unfair to be like, hey, guys, we're all going to dump fucking $150 on this single. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So we came up with the idea to record at my other guitarist's house, you know, and just do all the bare bones tracks mm-hmm. and then send the files over with the, um, we also bought, um, in a electric kit. So our drummer could record okay. all the tracks at his house too. Yeah. Yep. You know? So he'll, yeah, he'll use sample. Like he's recording on the kit and then you have like drum sound samples that are being produced. Yeah. And then you yeah. can send it, bounce all the files over. And then my, uh, um, what is he called? The pr- producer or what? Yeah. engineer. Yeah, there you he, go. Um, he will take all those and kind of map the whole drum symbols and stuff. He's really good at that. It's yeah. Sick. yeah, it's crazy the technology that there is now. And I've just been getting into this stuff over the past, like, I don't know. Yeah, didn't you sell all your pedals and, and shit? And then you like, now you have all like, like computerized apt pedals he well no i i still have all my pedals but i sold my amp and my cabs and like all that stuff because um to actually like i don't have uh, like an actual studio that has like good soundproofing and like all that stuff and like i don't have really expensive microphones but the amp sims and the cab sims and the all the the effect sims and everything that exists like digitally now like in the box is what they call it it, the technology is getting so good that you can pretty much make it sound like you recorded it in a stu- like you had a real amp yeah. and then you had, but you're just plugging your guitar or your instrument into an interface. And then all of that's like all the other stuff that happens from the, the amp, the, you know, the signal from the guitar going to the amp head, going into the cabinet and then going through the air into the microphone all that stuff is being simulated in the computer, and it's crazy. It yeah. is crazy. Technology yeah. in general is just getting crazier and crazier day by day. Yeah, like the the animatronic, like the <laughs> robotic arms and stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I was watching this video the other day of a guy like picking up a beer can with it. And I was like, that's you cool. went in a whole other direction. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying technology. Oh it's just, no. Well, I mean, yeah, we're Leroy, being like, don't. Don't oh <laughs> robot arm. Don't jerk me off. Oh, oh don't oh. too much pressure. 
No, yeah. dude, have you guys, I mean, I know me and Seth listen to it, but have you guys seen the AI simulation um, of like the band, like Metallica came out? It's like a dude and he'll plug in like a whole discography of a band and then he'll run a simulation and AI will make another song from that band. So like he put in all the ACDC discographies and then the AI made a new ACDC song. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It probably sounds insane. the exact same, I'm sure. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, but it's like, what was it like? That's, <laughs> Dude, that's the way it's going to be. Like no one's going to need to write music anymore. The ACDC the one though is pretty generate funny. generate new shit. Yeah. Shit it out. They made a Metallica <laughs> song that was good, but the ACDC song the was like. The lyrics were hilarious. It was like. It was like. <laughs> She's got balls. All the balls we rock in. Yeah. Like a ball. Dude, oh, sounds like fucking ACDC. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty so good. good. I don't like, know what that she's was. She's got the balls, rocking balls, yeah. <laughs> Watching now for the biggest balls, and it's like, Da-da-da-da. and it's like, oh fuck, that's what all ECDC songs are about: <laughs> rocking and balls and girls. Whoa, yeah, holy shit, very yeah. progressive. Uh... No, it's fucking crazy though. Yeah, AI is gonna be making like the, all the new. One hundred, all that's the top one hundred. That's another scary thing I think about with like mu- like newer music that's coming out. I feel like it's all just going to be generated computer yeah. samples, mm-hmm. and then like coming from a musician just writing stuff, it's going to take all that away. You know that that energy. You oh know? yeah, yeah. That that's the thing. Like some of these bands that are doing all the in the box kind of stuff with like the the drum samples and, and the simulated guitars and everything. Like you need some of them do it really well and they're like, oh shit, like a whole like you program those drums. There was an actual guy like playing them. And like I mean, don't get me wrong, that it takes a lot of talent to do that too. To no, watch, it, re- it really watch does. Watch my yeah. engineer just like map out all the drums. He looks like Neo in the Matrix. Just like putting all the everything everywhere. I'm like And and that's the thing is it's like to get it to sound right, you still need to put a lot of time in because you'll oh, you'll, you'll see people that use all those tools and they put together something that, yeah, it might like kind of sound like the production might sound better than something from 10, 15 years ago or whatever, but it doesn't feel right. Like you're like, this is definitely like all like computer generated. Yeah. Like there's no soul in it. Is you this know? a machine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, when you, when you hear those AI lyrics, you like almost know. It's fucking AI. Oh, They're not yeah. at that point yet to trick you with words. Yeah, yeah. You know? No, it's uh, the only thing that's going to be organic is the person that's mapping everything out on the computer. Yeah. And the person writing the lyrics because they can shape your voice to anything they want with oh, the, yeah. the pitch changing and all that crap. Like, mm-hmm. pretty soon we won't need any musicians because we can just have a robot just program music for us and just Imagine make that. whatever we I, want. I have to disagree, man. I can't, I no, there's no way. <laughs> like maybe, maybe for like, for, for the creation of music for like poppy media purposes yeah. or like, like television entertainment, stuff like that. But when yeah. it, when it comes to going to an actual show and watching a live band perform, there's Fuck nothing that. like there's it. There's nothing like yeah. it. The thing is, though, there's no way. I went to, if you go to like really big concerts like at Fenway or Gillette, those seem a little matrixy. I went to, when I went to the Foo Fighters, granted I was a little stoned, but when I went, <laughs> when I went well, to the. Why can't you need to be stoned for that? Yeah, when I went to the Foo Fighters at um, 
Fenway. Mm, There's so awesome. many people. You can't see, you can't legit see him on stage. So all you're really doing is watching the big monitors. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. like, am I actually here watching a live band or am I just watching this TV? Is this even him or is this just like You're him, probably going crazy again. Or is, is this like <laughs> him in all of his concerts, like in a crazy mashup? Yeah, and there's it's just like, like a bunch of like um, like uh, uh, scarecrows on stage. Right. That kind of look like. well, I mean, yeah. I mean they, they're like, all right, we'll get we'll get all the people to be like in the back, like forty rows. Yeah, and there's then, nobody and really then, in the back. and then everyone in the front are people quotation marks. They're just robots. Like, yeah, this is great. Yay. But every real Yay. person is watching Yay. just like scarecrows that just like like the Chippendale chipmunks that like roll on America yes. or like Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese, and thinking. they're just like. Right. and you're watching like you know I what I'm saying I take it back live music I feel like that's yeah. never gonna go away there's yeah. always gonna be live music well that's you're like gonna see it that is like what people want when they listen to music oh, yeah. they want live music and like they want to be you know like they want to feel like it's you know personal you know I'm just scared for like actual production of music and just engineering stuff like I just feel like it's gonna take like it's not going to be the same. Well, obviously like, it's not. Yeah. As like organically as it was before, you know. Yeah, but you can it's, hear you can hear yeah. an album that's like overly produced. Oh, and it's definitely. like there's like, some stuff like that makes me want to vomit because it's so the production is just like in your ears and it's like all you hear is just like it sounds like you're being shot with Matrix fucking <laughs> like, numbers. Like, no, right. And like, uh, yeah. like I, I, I appreciate when when you're hearing a song and there's like, 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 like these minute little fuck ups, but they're not really fuck up. It's it's just you're human playing an instrument live, exactly. Yeah, and like you're hearing like a little bit of like a little pick pick scraping or like there's like you're not hitting it as the one of the strings as hard as you know maybe the other stuff, and it's like. There's like these little like nuances that you're you're getting that actually kind of contribute to that organic yeah, sound. Adds to that yeah. flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing you gets know? me harder it, than it's listening. Like, it's like if you play a riff on a guitar and Seth plays a riff on a guitar, it's it's the same music, it's the same sounds, but it's it's gonna be different because you have your own little kind of Well, I suck at guitar and it's <laughs> Well, yeah, sure. It's a little personality <laughs> well, difference. I, I mean I can I can play, but like I, I can't be like you know <laughs> melts me yeah i mean yeah two guys can play the riff to uh iron man you know and, sure. and it's guys, gonna one guitar yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just picturing that right now and it's I, like it's got to be like two guys holding each uh, other i love the way you turn that knob <laughs> tune that for you me turn my knob. that video definitely exists by the way <laughs> tune that d string i bet it does there's a lot of fucking freaky shit yeah. <laughs> now nothing gets me harder than listening to like a live like acoustic version of a song because it's, it's more you know it's more uh personal it's more raw mm, the hand like, gesture that james is making uh, right now is like uh yeah, like a, it's a good pizza pie you know uh, uh, something italian <laughs> <laughs> no i fucking love that that um that record you have of like songbook with chris cornell oh yeah yeah fuck yeah. that shit gets me so yeah it's fucking phenomenal hard yeah gets me so horde yeah <laughs> horde it gets me so horde <laughs> no it's so good though yeah you know i looked into buying that online it's like fucking 200 bucks i know dude i bought <laughs> I it like fuck <clears throat> i bought it before, like when it was its original cost it was like 50 bucks or whatever wow. and then you know he died and everything and it went like through yeah, the roof yeah, yeah. i'm dude. gonna buy that one you got it on vinyl 
Yeah. Speaking of shit, like you, you brought over like this this uh, sound pad. Yeah, have you used? I it? I still have it. Have like, you used it at all? No. Oh, it, you left your drill at my house. Like what the fuck? Oh, Take yeah. that shit back. Okay. James is trying to move in, man. He's <laughs> just slowly getting my shit here. Be like, listen, this guy's oh. got like half my shit. Like this is <laughs> Uncle James, guys. <laughs> this is Uncle He's James's crazy trip. uncle. <laughs> No, that's true. I can go grab that shit. I was hoping you'd use it and be like the next DJ. Like, everybody, zoop, zoop, zoop. Oh, is that the sound box we use to record the percussion for Portal Gun? No, 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 no. It's like, it's a pad. It's like, it's got all like those little gray rubber things. You you can put um, anything you want in it. You just touch the button and and it'll play whatever you have. Memorized yeah, like to that super button. Dubstep, you can be like, <laughs> but you could you could use it for like the anything. You could. You I could, was I was looking into those hardcore about a month or so. Oh, ago. I got I got one. You want it? Because Jer- <laughs> yeah, you want it? I, I was gonna. I s- want it out of my house. <laughs> I'll come get it. There's this whole thing called finger drumming. So like similar to like finger what, bang. Yeah, what you were talking to earlier, where you have the electronic drum kit, which an electronic yeah. kit looks just like. A drum kit but when you're hitting the cymbal or you're hitting the drum it's triggering a sound that is like inside the computer or whatever to make it sound like a real acoustic drum mm-hmm. but there's this whole thing that people are doing now called finger drumming where you basically have one of those pads i know it's <laughs> it's called finger banging yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing the same thing as the electronic drum kit but instead of using actual drumsticks you're using your fingers to like play yeah <laughs> yeah play it like a drum yeah, kit yeah definitely um so I went, fun <clears throat> i went to this concert um ooh, must have been i mean it was at least several months ago uh with mikey tango okay yeah and it Isn't was that it, weird to say <clears throat> like something that was so natural like a little while ago you know, going to shows. Yeah, yeah. I it was to, like, <clears throat> yeah, I went to the show like twenty years. <laughs> it really. I mean, it must have been. It must have. Was been it like, this year? No, no. Okay, it so, was definitely last year. Okay, so yeah. more than six months ago. Yep. Um. Right. Yeah, because we're in June. I know. That shit pulls Dude, on the last the three months have like, just fuck. flown by in a blur of fucking madness. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but we went to yeah. the show, and it was an <laughs> instrumental band. And I was listening to their music. I was like, holy fuck, man, this shit is going to sound so good live. I'm so excited for this. And I get there, and the dude comes on stage, and he's got a laptop and, <sighs> and a guitar. And he just start, he just hits the play button. And it's like, he must have had like the, the mixes. Yeah, like, he's got a full backing set. track. Yeah. He's got a full backing track where he just hits play, and he's just playing, he's just playing guitar to the track. Yeah. And that was it. And I'm like... So sick. What the motherfucking oh. fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, so there's like big band within the ruins, like metal band back yep. in. Yeah. So they're yeah. still around, but I I opened up a show for them like uh, I'd say like three year four four years ago. Hmm. Uh, I think it yeah four years ago. Um, and I was so excited to see this band and play with them on stage and stuff. And just to watch the guitarist hit that play button on a laptop, you know, it just kind of killed me inside. Yeah. And the guitar, the singer of the band was a complete douche too. Like he was not even there the whole time of the show. Like he was there, there to play. But, um, when all the bands were opening up all the, the locals, you know, that did all the, 
the the heavy lifting sure. or, getting know, the people to come to the show the and everything. Yeah. selling all the tickets yeah. the promotion you know this douchebag's at a fucking movie theater snapchatting a story just like ah, these bands are fucking playing you know like a douche and just to watch him do that and then watch the guitarist just hit play on a computer i'm like these guys are fucking douchebag assholes was it really just those two guys in the band so it was a full it was like half full band and i think there's like three people on the stage and the guitarist hit the fucking play button on the laptop i'm like i'm not really huge fan of them anymore yeah because if you i I don't know anything about them except i've heard their their music and it's like really like heavy and technical and like crazy sound like if you You'd be like, yeah, that, you'd be excited to like see that shit performed live. And, and now we, we go back to overproduction. Yeah. And that's like like listening to the, all their newer stuff. And I'm like, wow, this stuff, like it's unlistenable because all the stuff that's just thrown in there. there yeah. There's too much. Go- there's like too much going on. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's giving me a fucking headache. Yeah. Now to this, to this artist's credit, um, from my understanding is there is a, there was a full band, but, um, there was like some of the members had to like postpone the shows and the guy didn't want to postpone anything. Okay. So he just went on stage and played oh, anyways. Damn. So fine. Yeah. But yeah. That's just, it's kind of a bummer. Like, yeah. that's, they also have a new singer now. So I yeah, mean, that yeah. guy was a douche. So <laughs> there's a reason for that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Fucking but a, man. They can do some good stuff, man. And, and I, I'm, I'm excited where music is headed, but Technology is not going to replace AI. Will not replace a musician. No fucking way. No, no, yeah. no way. No, unless just... unless AI changes what you like, and then you like AI music, and that's it. <laughs> Based on your recommendation. Thank you, Disney. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just the unknowns. It's just kind of you don't know shit, so you're kind of like, yeah. well, what the fuck's going to happen? You know. But I think it's I think it's fucking cool because Seth was talking about this the in the box stuff and like the you can you can pull I mean the I mean, it's just fucking first of all it's just endless yeah, yeah the 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 customization with the different amps and everything like that and like if you could never afford like an an orange setup or a fucking like a super high class fucking head and you know amp combo yeah, like yeah. cab combo program will do everything for yeah. you man and it's yep. pretty spot on and it, and it, if for nothing else it's a really good writing tool because mm-hmm. now you can sit in your bedroom you don't have to go to the studio you don't have to crank your amps up you don't have to do that stuff you can sit right. there and like i've it's like increased my writing productivity like tenfold because oh, now definitely. i don't i don't need to dial in a bunch of shit i can just like all right open the plug-in and now i've got a decent sounding amp sound so i know like pretty close to what it would sound like in real life and i mean just like anything there's there's positives and negatives you know yeah like the plus side with having all this technology instead of being in in like rehearsal with five other people and trying to write shit it's fucking hard yeah, you know yeah, people yeah. just like fart out shit and just like start strumming random crap the drummer starts fucking hitting the cymbals and <laughs> you're like, like oh, i'm trying to show you guys stuff while on a computer you're like shut the fuck up and you just start writing on the computer and yeah. down to a track down to a metronome or whatever yep and that that's one cool thing about it you know you can just kind of be like hey hey guys instead of having a live rehearsal let's just go over to our friend's house and just start writing on the computer, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just kind of isolating all everyone's individual tracks, mm-hmm. you know, right. 
Yeah. No, there's there's definitely some cool tools out there that are being like they're more affordable, they're more like easy to get your hands on than back in the day. Like, it's it's definitely really cool. Um, it's exciting, man. Yeah. 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 And it's also, it can bring costs down, like you were talking about earlier, how yeah. like now you get, sure. the guitarist can record stuff at his house, send it to the engineer, and then they just need to mix it. Like you don't need to spend that studio time, exactly. that, that expensive studio time. And the yeah. headaches, you're like, oh, let's do it over for the, like the fucking 500th time. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can sit there at home and do it 500 times and then, all right, that's a good take. All right, send it, you know, yeah. rather than like paying Instead you know, of $50 wasting, an hour or exactly whatever. Exactly, wasting all the time and money, yeah, you know, yeah. having someone else be like... That makes sense. Hitting a button. Yeah, exactly. God damn. Yeah, so Jeremy, do you have any like social media or anything like yeah, that you want to promote, throw out there? Um, I do. My band has uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Creation from Crisis. Yeah. All those <laughs> yeah. things. And yeah. you're, um, you're on Spotify. You're, yep, exactly. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Um, I think we're on Bandcamp. Um reverb nation um those are the big ones anyway like yeah yeah we're we're all across uh social media and and all other uh platforms cool yeah so check jeremy <laughs> out on his fucking facebook yep check him or out don't. on okay. spotify yeah. creation from crisis he probably has too many facebook followers already so he's gonna have to pay no it's it's just trying to <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to pay the money for more than like five thousand followers. i don't pay for shit besides <laughs> recording and it's like what the fuck is the point yeah so we'll we'll link to creation from crisis in the you know in this episode and like you know their social media and all that stuff yeah check out his band don't be yeah. shy yeah and i'll do my best to create a song for this episode that has to do with some of the stuff that we talked about yeah. uh, as far as the technology goes maybe i'll do some weird shit and some heavy shit and like definitely do some heavy shit i'll use Jeremy's all that all about heavy shit yeah i'll use oh, all that in the box that. technology That's what you, you know me anymore i don't even know you <laughs> you don't even know what i listen to i listen to everything now he wants uh, i always listen to everything <laughs> so okay when you do the song i want yeah. you to do like a little bit of techno yep. and a little bit of bluegrass because that's the two of jeremy's favorite brands of music great great oh, i love it techno bluegrass <laughs> techno bluegrass <laughs> uh, keep it i can lie though there's a lot of cool like uh renditions of metal songs that are done um on youtube i'm not sure who does them but they transform the songs into 8-bit i've seen yeah i've seen that it's yeah. sick. oh really yeah. like really groovy metal songs into 8-bit like style and it's just really cool i can just chill like fucking hit the bong and just listen to that shit all night I'm like, <laughs> i've been into Nor norwegian funk lately it's been getting you hard lately. yodel on a cliff now no we'll check it out later maybe you'll understand all right all right sweet check you later guys bye okay bye bye peace
that episode was so long. <laughs> oh my big gosh. <laughs> wow. Man, I just am at a loss for words. What right a now, guys. thick episode that was. It was quite girthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. We're doing the outro of Jeremy's oh my episode. God. Guys, get, QC, get it, get quality it control. Yeah, 41, yeah, yeah. episode 41, done. <sighs> All bank. right. Yeah. Um, I actually had nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so is that it? Easy enough. Uh, I've got two quick points. I mean, this was like an interview episode. These ones, we don't have as much QC. Um, it's usually if we just find like a quick bit of something that I, you know, when I'm listening back to the episode, I'll be like, oh, yeah, we said that. And we didn't expand upon it. But one thing I noticed was Jeremy um, was a little lacking on his self-promotion for his band because he mentioned that he had a single come out recently, but he didn't say what that song was. I know. Right. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. So um, it is Goodbyes by Post Malone. They did a Post Malone cover. And they have a video up on YouTube that you can go check out. It's also on Spotify and all the other places that you can stream music. So definitely go check that out. It's pretty cool. And the other thing, we mentioned the Bull Run restaurant. Jeremy played a show there back in the day. Yeah. And I said I thought it was an air. I was really close. It's in Shirley, Massachusetts, Shirley. which is ah. right next to air. So gotcha. that was the only thing um, that I really felt like mentioning for the uh, QC on this one. Yeah. 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 So yeah. check out Jeremy's band, Creation from Crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check him out on Facebook, Jeremy Wooth. If he has enough, uh, he might have too many friends where you have to like send him a subscription. Send him an email and all that <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, and then also check us out, man. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, Twitter. And we also have a podcast that we do, this podcast. So subscribe to it. Check it out on your favorite podcast app, uh, Spotify, wherever you want to listen to it, you can do it. And rate, review, and subscribe, guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Sausage candles.